Hey there, mamas. It's Kanika, host of That's Total Mom Sense. I'd like to give some airtime to a network that I love, Dear Media. They're a platform for podcasts made by and for women. I regularly listen to so many podcasts in the lineup and have enjoyed cross-promoting with many of the hosts. This is a plug for Dr. Aliza Pressman's show, Raising Good Humans, and I'm so excited that she's going to be on That's Total Mom Sense this season. As a parent, do you ever wish someone could just whisper some realistic and trustworthy support in your ear and not make you feel awful for not having all the answers? Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm Dr. Aliza Pressman, developmental psychologist, parent educator, clinical professor, and I'm a mom. My goal is to make your parenting journey less overwhelming and a lot more joyful. Please join me every Friday for new episodes of Raising Good Humans. Hi, I'm Gabby Bernstein, and you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. As moms, we often wonder, am I doing enough for my kids? I'm here to tell you, you are super mama. That's because we have an undeniable superpower, our intuition, and it never steers us wrong. I call it our mom sense. Hi, I'm Kanika Chadda Gupta, and I'm the host of That's Total Mom Sense. I'm a journalist, entrepreneur, wife, and mom of three, twins plus one. Now, if I had a dollar every time I heard, gee, you have your hands full. On my podcast, I interview influential moms from various industries and cover topics that all first-time parents grapple with, from getting your baby to sleep to screen time allowance, your new normal in your marriage, and how to dedicate time to yourself. Learn and laugh along with that total mom sense. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could use your superpowers to attract exactly what you want in life, whether you're vying for that promotion or yearning to find love again or praying to have a child, you can manifest what you want. And my guest today is going to show us how. I am thrilled to have with me New York Times bestselling author, international speaker, and spiritual junkie, Gabrielle Bernstein on the show. In 2008, she founded HerFuture.com, a social networking and mentoring website for women. And she's worked as a public relations entrepreneur and is the founder of Sparkplug Communications. She co-founded the Women's Entrepreneurial Network, a nonprofit professional organization that connects female entrepreneurs and has written seven, yes, seven books, including Add More Ing to Your Life, The Universe Has Your Back, Transform Fear to Faith, and most recently, Super Attractor, Methods for manifesting a life beyond your wildest dreams. She's been on a spiritual path all her life. It all started with her sitting by her mother's side, meditating in ashrams in upstate New York. She turned to spirituality on and off throughout her teens and early 20s, and she was a dabbler until her darkest hour. It was spirituality that saved her in October 2005 when she hit bottom and got sober. The day she chose sobriety was the day she became a spiritual junkie. She started to soak up spiritual principles, meditation practices, and anything that helped her get aligned with her true purpose, to be a source of love and inspiration in the world. Her mission is to help you crack open a spiritual relationship of your own understanding so you can have alignment with your true purpose, too. There are so many ways that Gabby's going to be helping us, no matter where you are on your spiritual journey. Gabby, I am so, so honored to have you on my show today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. 
So you are a pioneer in the wellness world, and you have been doing this a very, very long time. I'm excited to hear how you've evolved and transformed through the years. But before we get into that, tell me, how are you doing at this present moment? I'm the best I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And you know what? Not everyone can say that. I've been doing deep, deep spiritual and personal growth work for 15 years. And it's what I'm most proud of. You could read a bio with you know lists of credentials and that's nothing to me compared to my bravery and my willingness to recover and heal and be free. And so having the experience of being able to go through so much and come out the other side made it so that I could go through the most difficult times and be okay and be great be better than before. Yes. And that's something that we all can kind of take a cue from, especially as we're navigating our lives through the pandemic, especially parents who have to take care of ourselves and our kids at home around the clock. That's right. I have an 18 month old. (laughs) No, no, no moment uninterrupted, but that's what's beautiful. You know, that's also been a gift because this has given me an opportunity to bond more deeply with my child and also go to deeper places with our connection and and our relationship. I actually came across a podcast you did back in 2009 called The S Factor, and it was all about surrendering. So this is like, you know, over 10 years ago. And you stay in the game, you stay in your lane, you've created a unique niche for yourself in the wellness world, and now it's all virtual. So what has this journey been like for you? This is such a gift to be able to do work that is based on your own personal growth and transformation because every single book I write is based on something I've lived. And that's awesome because the more I live, the more grounded, authentic content I have to share. This has just really been a journey of, of living and I'm a rock and tour. I tell stories about life. I tell stories about, about growth. And through those stories, I help people heal. Tell us how it all started for you, a little bit about your childhood. As you mentioned, I was brought up very spiritual and then I turned my back on that spirituality when I was a teenager. I went to college and started to look for my happiness and my self-worth outside of myself through my credentials or my PR firm or whatever it was that I was perceiving to be my gifts that led to drug addiction and alcoholism. And by the time I was 25, I got clean and sober. And in my sobriety, I started to really get back into my spiritual faith. And then then as I mentioned, in my own personal growth, I've developed a career and a life that is based on the principles of personal growth and transformation and spiritual connection. That has led me down the road of authoring now nine books. I'm writing my ninth book right now. And my eighth book is coming out in audio in a month just having the privilege of being able to do this work in the way that I've been able to do it. It's just the coolest thing ever. Tell us about motherhood and you know that moment in your life, because I feel like that's so pivotal for women who have had the opportunity to become a mom. Well, becoming a mother was probably one of the greatest personal growth moments of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it is the moment that you decide you want to be a mother, you start to go down a journey of either I'm going to stay the way I am and you know just do things in a controlled way, or I'm going to become new. And I made the decision to become new uh, and showed up for all the obstacles and all the blessings and all the moments of transformation along the way. And the biggest gift that my becoming a mother has given me from a personal growth standpoint is severe postpartum depression and anxiety and insomnia. And the reason I can call it a gift today is that it was a divinely planted moment in my life that would ultimately guide me to the greatest healing I've ever had that would allow me to be a present mother 
that would allow me to be a grounded human and a healthier, happier being. And I wouldn't have been able to get this far this fast without hitting that type of bottom. I can look back now and say, that sucked and I never want to go through it again, but it was worth it. And you have really used your voice to destigmatize postpartum. And, you know, I've heard you on other podcasts, Kat Sadler's Mom Brain. Can you tell us some of the sentiments and thoughts that were going through your head so that a listener who's listening to this is like, I don't feel alone anymore? Yeah. A lot of times when you have a child, you are expected to be stressed out. You're expected to be nervous. You're expected to be anxious. So you can just chalk it up to, I'm a new mom, so I'm anxious. Mm-hmm. When you are suffering with a diagnosis like postpartum depression or PPD or PPA, anxiety, your anxiety, your controlling behaviors, your fears are unmanageable. And so when you start to identify that unmanageability, that's when you might want to begin to talk to a therapist, a psychiatrist, uh, OBGYN even, to get the necessary support that you need in order to find your way back to safety. Because it is a biochemical condition that does not manifest in anything that's good until you get through the other side. And it does, in my case, it required medication. It required tripling down on the therapies. I was already in three therapy sessions a week Mm -hmm. and meditating for hours a day and Uh unable to want to live. So that's where it can take you, but also know that there's other levels and layers of of postpartum depression and insomnia and and anxiety and that may show up for you that may not be as severe as and as life-threatening as my experience, but may still be debilitating. And that's Mm -hmm. enough to ask for help. Yes. So now my greater understanding of mental illness has given me a gift, which is I can speak to audiences from a place of truly understanding what it means to be suicidal, to be so anxious that you can't leave the house, so anxious that you can't sleep at all. I know what it's like to not sleep for four months. My baby was sleeping through the night. So that journey, while it was horrific, has been a gift because I know I've been able to help people save their lives as a result of telling the truth about this. I know a lot of people that I see and I witness, and I know that they've got postpartum depression from you know years out because it wasn't addressed. What is ing to you? My first book is called Add More Ing to Your Life, and Ing was defined as inner guidance. So we have a voice of intuition, a voice of inspiration, a voice of inner wisdom within all of us. When we slow down, we can hear it. When we tune in through meditation or positive intentions or prayer, we can hear it. When we're busy and trying to check off our to-do list, we deny it. It's an important distinction between what it takes to listen and hear that voice versus Mm -hmm. what it is to ignore it. What is a quantum moment? Well, I believe a quantum moment is when we have a instant shift. For me, a quantum moment was the day that I decided to get clean and sober and didn't turn back. So you can have a moment where you say, I'm done with that old way and I'm ready to be new. That's great. And then that's really all it takes. In Super Attractor, you talk about you know, believing in a higher power and it could be God, the universe, whatever. And you can connect through prayer, meditation, and practicing appreciation. So walk us through how we can actually do that in our day-to-day. 
what I refer to as a super attractor is someone who is, their deepest desire is to feel good. Their deepest desire is to, not to get something, but it is to feel connected, to feel happy genuinely. That's why I said earlier, my greatest accomplishment is not what I have attracted or manifested. It's how I feel. And so when you get grounded in that, then the world just continues to reflect back to you more of what you are. And what you are is an energetic vibration. And what are you vibrating? Are you vibrating negativity? Are you vibrating a sense of serenity? Are you vibrating fear? Are you vibrating love? What is it that you're putting out? And what you put out, you will receive back. So the book is not a book on how to get things, while the subtitle is Methods for Manifesting a Life Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. That is true, but it's not a book on how to get things. It's a book on how to feel good. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And it's just trying to uh, creating this paradigm shift within yourself and your mindset. The book is about reorganizing your belief systems so that you get realigned with the feelings of goodness, of love. When you're in a place where you feel safe, where you feel confident, where you feel worthy, where you feel joyful, you are a super attractor. We all have that capacity within us, but we block our super attractor power with fear, with controlling, with uncertainty, with pushing, with the pretenses that we've placed around ourselves and all the ways that we think we should be. You know, let's say there's listeners who are thinking, I'm a bad parent or I'm not good enough. My kids don't appreciate me. My husband doesn't love me. These are thoughts that we have to completely tune out and shift so that we feel better. Do you think that these thoughts are like a self-fulfilling prophecy and you know, how do we realign now when you're thinking these things throughout the day? Well, the deep-rooted thought systems are based on childhood programming, traumatic events, emotional disturbances that have caused us to believe we are unlovable and unworthy and inadequate. And really, the only way to really undo those belief systems is to do therapeutic work, to go through a committed practice of unlearning the stories that you've chosen to believe in. Now, the practices in Super Attractor are a first step. They're a really big step of reprogramming your beliefs through the power of positive thinking, through the practices of looking more closely. All of my books have therapeutic practices and spiritual foundation to help the reader undo the belief systems of fear and remember the truth of who they are. But on a deeper level, we have a responsibility to ourselves to heal the core wounds that create the behaviors that we experience and the relationships that we experience and the fears that continuously show up over and over and over again. These are habitual patterns that are programmed belief systems from our history that require an undoing. And that undoing may be able to be done through Gabby Bernstein books, or that undoing may require more. I'm a door opener. I'm a can opener. I'll be opening you up to recognizing the ways that you're blocking your truest potential. And then you'll continue to be guided to more and more ways of developing your personal growth in your own life, in your own way. Yeah, exactly. Because you explain that journals can be very transformative in the process. So tell us, you know, what it is about, you know, putting pen to paper and writing in a journal. 
Well, one of the practices that's probably healed me most and really helped me go from the having to recover from an insomnia cycle that I was in to now sleeping 10 hours a night because I go to bed at nine o'clock. Nice. <laughs> without, you know, without any melatonin or anything, I just go to bed. And but that's from having not slept one hour a night from the insomnia that I experienced through the PPA. I was able to reclaim a new way of sleeping because I changed my nervous system through the practices of journaling. I took a practice that was prescribed to me through the teachings of Dr. John Sarno and the teachings of a friend, Nicole Sachs. And Nicole had developed a practice called Journal Speak. It's where you write for 20 minutes about your rage, your impermissible rage, your anger, your frustration, your fears. And then you meditate for 20 minutes after the journaling. Now, I adapted this further by making it I call it Rage on the Page. And I listen to binaural beats, which is similar to EMDR therapy, where it stimulates both sides of your brain. So that bilateral brain functioning allows you to unlock a story or a belief system that might be keeping you stuck in a behavioral pattern that you don't want to be in. Wow. So I listen to the binaural beats for 40 minutes while I rage on the page for 20 minutes, and then I meditate for another 20 minutes. I have been doing that now for, yeah, about four months. Okay. And I sleep 10 hours. I have the most grounded energy that I've ever known in my life. And I've never been happier. And if you want that music, you can go to my Spotify. I have a playlist called Rage on the Page. You also kind of advocate for having a mantra, those affirmations that we need to get through our daily life. What is an example of a mantra that we can say? Peace begins with me. I choose to see peace instead of this. I am fearless. I welcome creative possibilities. That's great. Now, you also said um, there's more than enough to go around. This is a chapter in, in the book. We can, of course, you know, focus on ourselves and um, what our objectives and purpose is in life, but we shouldn't have to worry about what someone else is doing and feel jealous or insecure about that, right? So how do we, you know, kind of work on that and know that there is abundance and, you know, I don't need to feel threatened by somebody else. Well, it's practices of recognizing that the things that we want and the things that we, that we're jealous of are undeveloped parts of ourselves. So when we recognize, oh, I'm finding myself to be jealous right now, or I'm envious, or I, you know, I'm feeling a lack mentality, it's because we have not given ourselves the permission to develop those parts of ourselves. And we've more levels of worthiness that we must develop in order to believe that we can receive. Now, there's belief systems that we build up around who we are that create the experiences that we have. Now, there's also social constructs that keep us stuck in patterns and behaviors as well. But those of us that have the, and folks that have the ability to move beyond those social constructs, even that big of a deal to you know be able to move beyond a social construct is someone who has been willing to see their worthiness even in the midst of the most difficult perceptions that have been placed upon them. Right, exactly. What are some of the life lessons that you're teaching your son, Oliver? Uh, resilience. I'm teaching my son resilience. And the way that I'm teaching my son resilience is through uh, helping him honor his emotions and to give him the opportunity to feel and to hold him in the presence of his feelings. Now, tell us about a, a mom sense moment that you had, a moment in time where you trusted your mom sense, that intuition of yours. 
Oh, just the other day, he was having a meltdown about like not having Peppa Pig or something. And <laughs> instead of giving it to him and just saying, you know, here, let's fix it, because I would have fixed it in two seconds, right. let him be in his full bodied expression of disappointment and outrage and sadness and tears and tantrum. And I just said, keep it going, baby. You know, like <laughs> big feelings are great. Like, let me feel those feelings and just held him and let him fully process that experience and didn't just shut it down. And that was a mom sense moment for me. I love that. It's now time for mom hall when we share products we love. Is there a product that you're loving right now that you can share on our mom hall segment? Yeah, the Christoph Christoph Robin shade variation baby blonde. So it's like a mask for your hair and it makes it brightens your hair up. You can't see it very well in this zoom light, but it's beautiful and I love it. Oh wow, so cool. Thank you, thank you for sharing. So where can my audience find you and your books? Everything is at gabbybernstein.com. Okay, great. Gabby, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time out today. Um, I'm loving that we got to do a Zoom meeting and actually see each other face to face and have this heart to heart conversation. You're going to be so helpful to the parents listening and, you know, help them navigate this time that's uncertain and feel that happiness and joy that you feel right now. Thank you. Thank you, honey. I hope you feel inspired and invigorated by Gabby. I am definitely going to practice rage on the page followed by meditation. As she said, more than anything in life, it's important to feel and acknowledge your feelings in a way that's accepting. I highly recommend reading all of her books. Super Attractor really resonated with me and has helped me change as a person and a parent. I also want to take a moment to tell you about a new 21-day course that Gabby is launching in January called the 2021 Manifesting Challenge. It's open for registration now, and it's just $37. Seats are limited, so grab your seat when you can. And this is the link, Gabby Bernstein, Gabby spelled G-A-B-B-Y, Bernstein.com backslash manifesting challenge. And in it, you're going to learn how to effortlessly manifest and become a magnet for what you desire in just 21 days. She says, join me and start the new year by learning how to turn what you want into the life that you're living. You'll discover how to act in alignment with the energy of the universe, allowing good things to flow to you easily and naturally. I know I'm intrigued. I uh, am all signed up and I'm so excited to start 2021 with this intentional 21 days. I want to thank you all for your reviews on the platforms that you tune into this podcast on. I'm going to share one that I uh, saw on Stitcher, and this was written by Mom Goals 27 She says, this show is a game changer. That's Total Mom Sense has become my favorite podcast. Kanika is witty, engaging, and informative, and her guests share insightful stories with real advice for all moms. I'm a huge fan and I'm excited for what's in store this season and beyond. You go, girl. Thank you so much, Mom Goals 27. I so, so appreciate it. I love that you're part of this community and it's listeners like you that keep me going. So thank you. Follow me on Instagram at Kanika Chara Gupta. 
and our community at That's Total Mom Sense. I love reading your DMs and responding to you and bringing you content that you find is relevant and life-changing. Remember, always trust your mom sense. Stay strong, Supermamas. Until next time. That's Total Mom Sense.